Welcome to Life Lessons and Law with LaShonda. I'm your host, LaShonda Council Rogers. In each episode, we have authentic and entertaining conversations about the impact of the law on women. You can find this show on my website, www.thecouncilfirm.com, and on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Now, please join me in Life Lessons in Law with LaShonda. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Life Lessons in Law with LaShonda. Today, we are here with Ms. Jewel Scott. Hi, Jewel. How are you? Hello, Ms. LaShonda. How are you? I am fantastic, and I am so ready to jump in with you because you have such an interesting topic today. Everyone, Jewel is the owner of Nationwide DNA Services, and as you can imagine, when we talk about DNA, that becomes kind of sticky for some folks. So, Jewel, tell us a little bit about your company. Okay. So, Nationwide DNA Services started 22 years ago in Georgia, um, really just by personal. Um, started with my family, um, several people in my family, including myself. I was asked to do a DNA test. I don't think I've ever shared that with too many people. I share it with my clients sometimes when they have meltdowns. But yes, I was asked to do a DNA test back in 1996. So why? You know, I just uh, 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 cooperated. However, um, there was a need for DNA testing, especially in the state of Georgia. I'm a California girl. So where I noticed in California, fathers were given the opportunity to always be asked to do a DNA test prior to signing up for child support. But when I moved to Georgia, I noticed there was a lack of DNA tests being asked um, to fathers prior to being on child support. So that's how I got started with Nationwide DNA Services. And actually I used to be Right Choice Paternity. So we combined the two because I would do government side and the personal side. I felt the need for the personal side was just as strong as the government side. Okay, so Joel, Tell us how you felt when you were asked to do a DNA test. Okay. Whew. You're taking me back. You're taking me back. All right, well, let's go back. Let's go. Because I feel like it'll be helpful for people. <laughs> and I don't share this story too often, but, okay. but I do share it with my meltdown mothers. I have mothers. They're having a meltdown. You got to understand, mothers are melting down at the hospitals. You know, I do newborn babies fresh out. You just had a baby. They're crying. They're they're having meltdowns. They're having meltdowns when when they're asked to do a DNA test when their children are older. They're crying. So I had to put myself in their position because I had to say they said, Miss Scott, you don't understand. You never been through this. Oh, well, hold on. Yes, I have, and I have to share this story. So before I share that story, I always say, Well, let me tell you about my brother. My brother had to do a DNA test. Um, well, he didn't do the DNA test. He raised a child. For 15 years, child support was a thousand dollars back in the 90s, early 90s from California. And it turned out that that child was not his after 15 years. Now, he didn't go do a DNA test voluntarily. The young lady's mother said, hey, I found a DNA report on my daughter's dresser from a father who just got out of prison. Now, my brother's LAPD. OK, mm -hmm. so he's like, what? So. Did he continue to pay the child support? Yes, he did, because he had three more years to go, and he wanted to continue to raise the son, but 
the son ended up getting mad at my brother. Like, for what? So we haven't seen my nephew since then. Now, that's crazy, but that's just how it happened. Now, with my brother-in-law, he was married. When you're in the military, you know, you have to be very careful how you do military things legally. So my sister, he was married to my sister at the time, but this was now his ex-wife. She kept pushing him to have a DNA test. He kept telling my sister it's not going to change anything because I am bonded with her. Like she's six and seven. Like I, I literally am, have raised my daughter. True enough, he does the DNA testing, not his. Mm. My sister didn't understand it. That led to their divorce, I guess. Okay. So we understand the bond. My sister didn't understand the bond. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, fast forward. You go to a cousin. The cousin, now we got all this information. So it's years later. We're telling my cousin, yo, when this baby comes out, you need to have a DNA test. Nah, I know it's mine. His mom is telling him. His dad is telling him. I mean, these, listen, it's not a problem with the money. Let's go. Let's get this test done. He refuses. He's on the other side. He goes away. We raise this, my little cousin. She basically mm-hmm. called me auntie. We raise her. He gets a wife. The wife is like, huh, we got to do a DNA test. But at that point, the baby mama drops the baby off on the porch like like the Flintstones. I kid you not. They said, you raised this baby. So now he's got to do a DNA test. She wasn't his. That wife did not understand. We continue to raise her. She's six or seven. I mean, we raised her. What do you do when the boy's dead? So now I'm explaining to these moms. So don't say that I don't understand. Right. Because I was in your shoes and I was never asked to do a DNA test from him until after I had my baby. Now, in the state of Georgia, the baby can't have your last name unless he signs that birth certificate. Okay. In California, the child can have the last name. You can say, I won't say names out there. You can say, Michael Jackson was my baby daddy and they will put Michael Jackson on that position. (laughs) (laughs) But in Georgia, they were like, no, no, no. The baby can't have the last name unless the father signs. Well, he never told me he wanted a test. What happened is it was, I tell him all the time, it was was another mother who wanted a test. Um, I said, hey, you know what? I have no problem doing the test. I did the test and I explained to these mothers, when these dads test, and it comes back as a 99.9999. And you guys are so fighting for the last name of a of, of a person you're not married to, because I was not married. But yet this person did not help raise the child. Not just I'm I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about mentally, physically, financially. He did not always help raise this child. Mm-hmm. That didn't make him a father, but you want him, you want the last name. My child ended up having my last name. At two, he wanted her to have his last name. But the DNA proved that she was his. And the story continues on. We will talk about how he did um, have a medical condition. And that mother refused to give DNA to save his life. And my child was needed to save his life. The blood. Okay. But he never raised her. So that's another topic. We'll get back yeah, to that. Yeah, okay. That's, that's, that's another, another topic. topic. But yes, I was asked to do a DNA test. I did it. I complied. I had nothing to hide, you know, but right. I did it. So these mothers now, they feel it. And I draw them in and they're like, wow. And I always get them to agree to do the test at the most vulnerable times of their moment. 
Um, I always tell the dads, the time to ask a mom for a DNA test is not when she pushes the baby out. Oh my goodness, no. You got nine whole months, but today, fast forward, you can do prenatal at seven weeks. You can determine who the father is at seven weeks of pregnancy. Wow, okay. So you brought up several things. So let's talk about this prenatal DNA test. How does that work? Okay, so the way that prenatal DNA testing works, is it's, it's, it's very, what they say, advanced. So advanced means you're going to pay. Okay? Right. <laughs> now, I would tell you something about the Gen Z generation. Why? I don't know where they come up with the money. I don't mm-hmm. even ask. Because it runs you 1800 and up. Okay. Do the Gen Zers pay for it? You dang right they do. Mm-hmm. Because Gen Z is a totally different generation, right? Right. What do they have? Gender reveal. Right. Baby showers. Not mm-hmm. one, not two, possibly three, right? Yes. Baby showers. Then he's got to be in the room, the pregnancy yes. room, the labor and delivery, right? Right. Then he's gotta, he wants to have peace of mind that when he signs that birth certificate, he is the dad, right? right? So he wants all these things. So for a dad, alleged dad, it is worth paying that 1800 up front. Right. A lot of the right. moms are honest up front. They're like, yeah, I don't know if it's Ricky or Mike. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Bobby or Ricky. Right. <laughs> or maybe John. I don't know. And they're just up front. So they right. pay that 1800 and they get that peace of mind and they move forward. Wow. So what about the situation where, I mean, you agree to the DNA test. What if the mother says, nope, no way, I'm not doing this. Is there another option? That's the majority of our mothers. Okay. I would say that, first of all, I think that, and when you started this before, we talked about Maury. Maury, the show Maury, it's a joke to people. Right. But in reality, it's not a joke because you're seeing so many deaths, so many people killing their baby mamas. Mm -hmm. So many people taking out their baby mamas and their kids. If I ever have a meeting with you and I bring in some people from different hospitals that deal with these mothers every day, it's also on the other side. Nana and boo boo, you at the hospital, you not the daddy. They right. play games. Right. So these dads go off. Okay. Yes. So when mothers refuse, dads have to understand they have a right to have a DNA test. Mm-hmm. And that's really how I got started because I noticed that the dads were. Just signing up for, for child support. The mothers just want to put you on child support. She wants the money. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have to look at that tree, how she was raised. But at that point, you know, you can still get a DNA test without the mom. All you need is the child. You okay. don't need the mother. Just get access to the child. Now, okay. half of those dads do have access to the child. So they just bring the babies into our office and we test the babies. We don't need mother's permission for that. Okay. The other half that cannot get the moms, that cannot get the child, then yes, they have to hire an attorney, a family law attorney. And we have a list of family law attorneys that they can contact. Yes, and they're going to pay because now they have to force these moms to have a DNA test. Or they can wait for the mother to put them on child support and they can tell, demand a DNA test from the state. Okay. 
And the gotcha. state is supposed to give them that DNA test. We'll talk about that wasn't happening. So, yeah. Wow. So that wasn't happening that. either. Oh, so. Really? Okay. So, 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 you know, you know, you mentioned Maury, you hear people giving the result, the DNA results, and they'll say 99.9%, you are the father. Tell me about those percentages. How does that work? Because to me, I'm thinking either you're 0% or 100%. What? Tell me about these percentages. Okay. So when I first started doing DNA testing, we asked the same questions, of course. I've learned a lot over the 22 years. Remember, DNA is about science, right? So science does what? It changes every four or five years. It's just mm -hmm. amazing. We can detect your age within two, three years. You couldn't do that back then, right? That's why you have all these cold cases coming up. That's why you have all these people finding out who, who their father was 50, 60 years ago that couldn't mm -hmm. find out back then because it wasn't available, right? So DNA says, hey, is it the 0% or 99.99999? Now, each state has their chart of what they will accept, especially for like child support. State of Georgia, I believe, was like 97%. My lab, we, we either go 99 point or we go zero. It's 100% probably 100% accuracy, but you can only get a 99.99999. You can never get a 100% that he's the dad. And you know what? We got daddies out there to be like, but what about that 0.5? Okay, well, you know what? Which one you think right. the judge don't think about? You think he care about that 0.5? Or you think he care about that 99.9? I mean, which what what? So 99% is what the the overall is for accredited AABB accredited labs. And I think that if we get to that, I think that so many of my calls that come in don't understand the difference between an AABB accredited laboratory or they don't understand what they get out of a store versus what they get with a private agent or what they get with the state. They are going in these stores buying kits. What I always say, does the mother believe in that kit that says zero probability? She does not. Those kits do not have names on them. Mm -hmm. Let's just say Ricky Robinson tested with Becky Smith. Becky Smith is a child. He didn't use the mom. And now he's going to the mom, I'm not the dad, but he's got a DNA that has no names on there, mm -hmm. no, no notary, no physician signature. That's because he did what they call a knowledgeable test. Okay. Mm -hmm. So people don't believe that. So that is a big part of us also getting those calls coming in my baby daddy did a test without my consent and he says he's not the father and my name is not on there of course she would be concerned about that oh, of course okay but when it comes to maury i used to test for maury oh wow yes so i did the dna test through the lab for maury for the state of georgia it was so dramatic we had to say we are no longer letting y'all up in our office it was wow. that bad because they literally thought the cameras were rolling when they came into the doctor. I was in the doctor's office, by the way, at an office inside the doctor's office, my first office at Clark. Love, shout out to Dr. White Williams. She gave me my first start and they was coming in there on fire. Like where he at, 
blah, blah, blah. And, and all they got out of it was a airline flight to the Maury show and a hotel for one night just to act up. Uh. So you have to, Maury wanted you to say, I got five baby daddies. Right. And I don't know which one it is, but I know it's the third one. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can go to Maury. Here's your ticket. Yeah. I felt that not to be what I was looking for. Sure. That's not what I'm looking for. This is not even funny. This is mm-hmm. not a joke. This is this is this could be so sad for the children in the future. Yes. It could be so sad for a lot of people. This is not fun. So I literally said, no more Maury testing in my office. It's just yeah. not so tell me the pro let's go through the process for someone who's on the fence about doing a DNA test. Is it a blood test? Is it a mouth swab? How does it work? Okay, so let's go from the beginning. Okay. In the beginning now, because we're now 2023. So I have to update a lot of these clients on how it is today. Okay. Mother calls me. I'm six weeks pregnant. Okay, I need you to be seven. That's okay. called prenatal. Okay? okay. I am $1,800. Okay. Whether it's for legal or non-legal purposes, I'm the same price. Why? Because the lab charges me a crazy fee, whether it's legal or knowledgeable. So okay. you're going to pay, you're, you will pay $1,800. We draw the blood from the mom to get the DNA of the fetus. And we buckle the father. Buckle means we're gonna take two swabs on the left and two swabs on the right. These are not regular swabs that you get out of a store. Oh, we get people calling for that too. I got some, I got this, I got that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. These swabs have Dacron on it. It's like a tasteless, odorless chemical. So it preserves the DNA. Okay. Preserving is what it needs to do. So that way we send it into the lab. Now, some people still call today and say, I want a blood test. And the child is like five. And we're like, okay, do you remember HRAT? And they'll say no. <laughs> well, I bet your mom does. Yeah. So we download today, but back in the day we did HRAT, right? Right. So we're not drawing blood anymore. Everything is okay. about buckle. The only blood I get is if she's pregnant. Okay. Now, if he's deceased, which while I was, you know, earlier before I answered the phone with you, I got several calls for a deceased case. When they're deceased, guess what we're getting? I am one of the agents, one of the only probably agents in the state of Georgia that really gets deceased and knows how to do deceased. Oh. If you look at the last Google, there's... They're thanking me for post-mortem because baby, I'm going to get your DNA from either the GBI, I'm going to get it from the medical examiner's office, and I don't care what state you're in, I can get it. Mm. All I need is that approval of the next of kin. Now, there are stories and we need to have a whole session on deceased. Okay. With that case, there are stories where um, the next of kin refuses because if your next of kin is the wife. And this baby was committed out of a love child. Of course, she's going to say, I don't want the DNA test to be done so you can reap the benefits of the Social Security from my husband. Oh. But that could still be, guess what? Courts don't care. You take it into courts, courts are in the best interest of the child. So they'll say yes to the DNA test. Mm. Okay. So, yes. Yeah. So, yes, we can still get the samples. Medical examiners, you know, we can still get it from the Bureau of Investigation or any state. And it's it's called a blood spot card. 
Wow. They take if if the death was investigated. So mm-hmm. if you died of natural causes, then I got to get it from the casket. I oh. got to get it before he's buried. I got to get it before he's cremated. So if he died of natural causes, but if he died and anything was being investigated, if a 32 year old all of a sudden has a heart attack, it's going to be investigated. If he right. has a car accident. Yeah, that car accident was investigated. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not about infidelity. The mom was pregnant at the time and they weren't married. Right. Well, she can't get social security benefits. The grandparents just does not work for that. People think it does, but it doesn't. And I have to school them all the time. Social wow. security is going to tell you it works over the phone. No, it does not. Because the grandparent just says, yes, this grandparent is related to the child. But guess what? If he had three other brothers, it could be theirs. Mm. So now they're going to decline your case. I'm getting it from the deceased. I'm getting it a blood spot card from the medical examiner or the borough investigation. If it was a murder, anything of that nature, we can get it. Wow. Yes. And I've been doing deceased actually since 2008. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And I, I guess... For you, you have to have a very thick skin to do this line of work because I'm certain you've seen some very devastating cases and we hear about it all the time. So what happens next? Is there, do you recommend counseling for your clients, especially those who thought the child was theirs and to find out years later that it's not? So, yes. So what happened was in the very beginning, because I'm a, I'm about saving the world. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I could I could be this try, you know, you do the DNA. Then, you know, those that need counseling. And it's great because last night I had a meeting last night and a young lady told me she was that's what she does. She does counseling for paternity cases in Kansas City. And I thought that's how we started. We started with the goal of after the test. Mm-hmm. People are not writing ahead. Yeah. It's not funny. That's a Maury made a joke about it, but right. that mental illness was no joke. With people finding out the kids they raised are not theirs, or three out of the uh, three out of three kids was not one dude's dad. One dude, one dude was not the father of three of his kids. Three, not one. We talked about doing three, and it ended up being none of his kids. He was just gonna do one. We go, no, no, this is one. Do all three. None of them were his. And he was married. Okay, so that plays. The kids need counseling. He needs counseling. The family needs counseling. So we were referring them to these agencies, but they wouldn't pick up the phone and call. They really mm-hmm. would not call for the help. Then we were like, oh my God. So we we would send them to, into that. We would send them into HIV testing. We would send them into all these things that they can get the help that they need, but people weren't doing it. And it sort of, sort of felt like it, it fell by the Wayside, because now who suffers in the end? The father's like, I'm the victim. True, you are. But if you were educated on making sure that test was done, because all the time, guess what I'm hearing? Even if I post things, guess what I'm hearing? Well, she shouldn't have been promiscuous or he should have been married. Uh, Yeah. What does the marriage certificate have to do with him being not the father? Right. Because let me tell you, 50% 50% of my clients are married. Mm. It's not just the fathers out there having love kids anymore. These mothers are saying, well, anything you can do, I can do better. 
So they go out there and they have affairs. So you out there doing what you do, maybe he's, he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. But she's out there seeing an ex or seeing whoever. And guess what? We're so confidential, we can't even tell you. Mm. She's not going to tell these dads that these are not his kids. He's going to have to find out another way. So that confidentiality is very important because this mom may have three of her husband's kids. Guarantee you two are not his. He's raising them, though. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. So just like she doesn't know that some dads out there have kids. Same thing. He doesn't know that Jimmy is not his. Because she got that baby tested from the womb. Oh, and without him, and then without him, I mean, just decide. She okay, she got it tested with the she got it tested with the father that is her uh-huh. lover. Can the lover be a close friend? Can the lover be his Ooh. relative? Yeah, sometimes yes. Wow, wow, wow! So that really does happen, and guess what? It doesn't matter about status. Yeah. I've had people come in with the biggest money. Mm. I've had people come in with the lowest money. Married, not married. Wow. From the pastors to the celebrities. I do quite a few celebrity cases myself. I have been called by the entertainer attorneys. I I do them too. I've wow. I've been on my report, has been on the shade room five seconds. My daughter's on the shade room. I'm like, what? Uh, my horse on the shade room, that attorney made her taken down in two seconds. The shade room had taken down in two seconds. So, yes, we do celebrities, their mess because they like to put their business out there so much. Right, 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 We've right. We've done right. those tests and they're a mess when we're testing them. So, Jeez. in real life, yes, it could be sticky, but I give props to anyone that wants to know the truth. Right, right. You know? So anyone that wants to know the truth, that that's important. Absolutely. Like, I don't even know where to go from here. Uh, so we definitely have, a, have another segment because I feel like you just piqued the appetite for the viewers to understand this concept of DNA testing. And, you know, we hear about it so much, but you see the reality because we see stuff on television and you're right. People say, oh, that's funny. That's entertaining. But when it happens to you, it's not a joking matter. It's not, it's not it's a joking not. matter. And especially emotions get involved. And you're right. People get hurt it's over not. stuff like that. It's not. So, wow. so let me share this with you quickly. During COVID, we had to figure out how can we still do the DNA testing in our office without spreading COVID? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't just be the mother or the father and child. It would be the mother, her new boyfriend, the father, his wife, the kid, the father's mother, the girl's mother. No, you all cannot come in the office. Right. So we did them in their vehicles like a mobile. Mm. We had them lined up right in front of the FedEx. Gen Z does not care. The Gen Z generation does not care. They're like, I didn't know. We noticed... We also had a large group of 50 and up clients. I'm 56. They were coming from everywhere. You know why? Because during Christmas, 
Everybody got the little 23 and me kit. Yeah. And they sent that in. And it was showing that they were related to somebody on the other side around the corner. And they would go to their mom and say, Mama, it's saying that these are my cousins and aunties over here. Oh, and the mom's all tight lipped. She's 75, 80 years old now. She all tight lipped. Uh -huh. I don't know what you're talking about. Mama, it's not connecting me to daddy's side. It's saying I got cousins and aunties over here. And there's always an aunt in the ear. There's always an auntie telling you from the beginning that that wasn't your dad. So now she connects the dots. Go on social media because social media is a, a, social media. You can find anybody. They go yes. on there, start finding those aunts and nieces and all that. Broop. There's the guy that your mama used today back in 1968. <laughs> they call him. He's like, yeah, I was with your mama. She said, I wasn't a dad. And I went to the military and she married the dude. Oh. We've been doing those tests and true and behold on everything. I promise you, they have all been the fathers. Every mm -hmm. last case. I don't care who, what your background is. I don't care what your race is. All of them have been the fathers of these kids that are now full grown, 55 and up, 50 and up, 55, 56. I now find out who their real fathers was. They're shocked. But your mom thought she could take it to the grave. You really cannot take it to the, to the grave anymore. Right. No, oh, my over. gosh. That's okay. Over. All right, Jewel, we, we're going to have to bring you back because we, we haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg. I wanted to talk about ugly cakes and all this other stuff. So, oh, yeah. yeah, all right. Two seconds. So, Jewel, tell us about ugly cakes as well. Well, so when I'm stressed out from DNA testing all the time, I create ugly cakes. I've been baking since my kids were little. Ugly cakes, U-G-L-Y-C-A-K-E-Z on the end, not the S because that's in Arizona somewhere, is in Atlanta. So I bake my ugly cakes from cupcakes to cheesecakes. You know, I, I owe you a cake, so I got to get you a cake. Yes, yes. I yes. got to get you that strawberry uh, crunch cheesecake. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, yes, yes I got to get it to you, seriously. Um, So from cupcakes to cheesecakes to pound cakes to cakes, ugly cakes was created. And, you know, it's therapeutic for me. It's really therapeutic for me. So what I used to do for my kids when they needed things at their schools, my oldest is now 32, I would bake it because I didn't want store-bought stuff. So before even COVID started, Ugly Cakes was already born. But when COVID happened and I really started baking the cheesecakes, I used to have a line from my front door to, I, I couldn't describe it. We were shocked. We, wow. were, we weren't even ready. We weren't even ready for Wow, we that's like the ugly event, and we weren't ready. So now everybody that hears about ugly cakes, and if you really want to know, my last client that ordered some ugly cakes, I said, "Why you look familiar?" Yeah, he said, "You did my DNA." Oh, <gasps> I said, "Get out!" Did you know that I baked? He said, "No," but I'm looking at you. I remember you, and he had his son, and he had the baby mama. And she and it was for her. And she said, hey, he's going down this duel. I said, get out of here. So, yeah, they were my client four years ago. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. The ugly case has seen it all. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, Jewel, how can someone find you if they're interested in your DNA services? 
So they can find me. They can, number one, if you Google DNA services in, in the state of Georgia, I will pop up. I'm Nationwide okay. DNA Services. Number two, I have two numbers. I like to give my cell phone number, number one, because it's that is what the Gen Zs, they love that. They love that. That is 678-862-8854. I also have an 800 number. It's one 362 And if you think about it, 362 stands for DNA. 6450. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's like, no one, no one. I mean, the older people, we get that. <laughs> I get that. Okay. But it's 877-362-6450. The cell phone, that is the number that's connected to everything. They can okay. contact me. I'm always under Nationwide DNA Service. So whether, the, whether you're pregnant, currently pregnant, or rather the father of your child just passed away while you're pregnant or never handled the business, you know, give us a call or you need a grandparentage. There's no other way you to do it. He might be incarcerated. And that grandmother just wants to know, is that her grandchild? We wow. will still do it under that circumstances, but not for legal reasons for social security. So they can get in touch with us. At any time. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It's thank been very interesting and informative and we definitely have to have you come back because Yes. We could not cover everything we need to talk about in this short segment. But everyone, if you have any DNA concerns, you got to reach out to Jewel because clearly she knows the answers and she can help you get the answers that you need about paternity and DNA services. So thank you all. Of course, you've been watching Life Lessons in Law with LaShonda, and we will see you next time. Thank you, Lashanda, for having me. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've been tuning into Life Lessons in Law with Lashanda. In each episode, we have authentic and entertaining conversations about the impact of the law on women. I hope you'll join me each time. You can find this show on my website at www.thecouncilfirm.com and on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. We appreciate your positive comments and reviews. And don't forget to share this show with others. I've been your host, LaShonda Council Rogers.